great party people. Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual player RPG podcast where the gaming table is always ever two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week on the show, I am joined by my good friend, Alice Kira, for a GM-less game of Masks. Masks is, of course, the Powered by the Apocalypse game of teenage superhero drama, learning to figure out your place in the world all while battling giant robots, mass supervillains, and all sorts of other comic book uh, wackiness. Which, as someone that loves both teen angst and superheroes, it's extremely up my alley. Uh, you can find more information about Masks in the show notes. Now, this is a very special episode because uh, Alice is a cast member of Unlabeled, which is a Masks actual play, which uses the Phoenix Academy playset for sort of superhero school drama. Uh, this game is actually set in the world of Phoenix Academy. We are some upperclassmen at Phoenix Academy, uh, and I am very excited. It is going to be, it's a great episode. I really enjoyed playing it. You can learn more about Unlabeled also in the show notes. Real quick before we dive in, a special thank you to Violet Fanning, our newest Patreon backer. Patreon backers help support the show, games that I produce, all that kind of cool stuff. You get early access to podcasts, games, articles, all that good stuff. You can find more information at patreon.com slash jeffstormer. And with all that said, let's go ahead and throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am so, so excited to be sitting down with Alice Gara. Alice, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Hey, Jeff. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. I am actually really excited to have you on the show. I know that we've been talking about doing it for a very long time, and I'm excited that it's finally come to pass. It's it's very good. I've been excited about this all day, if I'm being 100% honest. That's awesome. Yeah, this is something I've wanted to do for uh, years. Ages and ages. Yeah. So, uh, real quick at the top of the show, why don't you take a moment and let the lovely listeners at home know about all the good stuff you've got going on you might want them to know about? Uh, Sure. So I'm Alice Kara. I use she, her, and Fayfair pronouns. You can find me at Twitter at MagicalGirlKira. Um, I write some games, which you can find on itch. I forget how that link works, but it's pinned in my tweet on Twitter, so you can look there. You can um, also find it in the show notes. Oh, show notes are very good, and I will learn how those work one day. Um, that, we're all, we're, all of us will. We will, we will collectively as podcasters figure out really how they work eventually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the, the big thing I'm here about is, uh, I'm on a Masks actual play podcast called Unlabeled AP. We are an all trans girl Masks podcast using the Phoenix Academy play set by Rob Wyland. So it's a lot of high school drama teenage drama, trans drama, a lot of drama, really, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, that's that's Masks in a nutshell, I feel like, is if you're if you're playing Masks and not finding that you're having a lot of drama, like, I immediately question, like, what's happening, like, what's, what's, what, what's happening? Okay, that makes me feel... I feel like feel... all of my, all of my Masks games have been very <laughs> drama. That makes me feel a lot more secure in some things that have recently happened in the podcast. Good, I'm glad. I'm very, very glad. Well, yep, we are playing Masks this week. We are doing a GM-less two-player game of Masks because Masks, even more so than most Powered by the Apocalypse games, I feel like if you're going to play it with two people, like, has to be GM-less to a certain extent mm -hmm. because it's so based on interpersonal relationships and, like, how we relate to each other. So I'm very excited to get into it. Do so we should introduce our characters and then go through our... Uh, history questions, our relationship questions, and then you have whipped up some special advanced history questions because we're playing characters that are a little older. Yep, that's right. Would you like to go first or should I? Um, uh, 
Sure, I can go first. All right. All right. So I'm going to be playing uh, Faith Fairweather, a.k.a. Princess Phoenix. Uh, Her playbook is the star. She uses uh, fire manipulation, and she also has a little bit of phasing and some martial arts skill back from when she used to be the beacon because Mm. she has changed playbooks. Um, Look, she's a trans girl because hashtag branding. Uh, She has a warm smile and usually wears casual clothing, but has a flashy costume when she's in the middle of action, which we will get into later. Um, Let's see. Do we want to go over the advancements that we took? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. So we've taken we've each taken seven advancements because we are characters that are well into our college career. We are we are older. We are more experienced. We have taken a good amount of advancements because we figured let's play some characters that that let's play some some far along the process characters for a change. Yeah. Get a little competency into this. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So the advancements I took were uh, no powers and not nearly enough training from the beacon playbook Mm. because she's kind of got a scientific mind and she can pick up and adapt to gadgets and equipment she finds. Uh, Come on, Lucky. She made a camera drone as part of her super science class final a couple years ago named Corvix that follows her around and does a lot of camera work for her now that she's a star proper. Um, she had a falling out with her dad, who was kind of against the trans thing and the hero thing. So she took away influence from him forever and boosted her labels. Then she had a bit of an identity crisis, rearranged her labels, increased them. She unlocked her moment of truth and used it. Um, Mm. yeah, the mystical tower on campus was kind of in a stasis explosion uh, she phased through the explosion and fused with like a sentient fire crystal that was at the heart of it, which is where she got her fire powers from, which led to her playbook change to the star. And now that she's a little more powerful, she took there when it matters from the bull playbook, letting her show up when her friends are in need. I like that. I like that a lot. So uh, I am playing Charlie McCallahan. Charlie is uh, the mentor slash like next in line to become the everyman. The everyman is a power is a is uh, the everyman, the original everyman whose name is we'll go Rick Vanguard. That's a cool name. That's a really good name. Uh, Rick, Rick Vanguard, the original everyman. The idea was uh, very much like a could this could be anybody like no powers, no, no super advanced skills beyond things you could pick up in a hardware store. Just somebody looking out for other people and doing right by people and not taking that credit. That's why it's just that was an every it was an every person. Right. It was it was just somebody. The idea was was he would do good and and people would just say, oh, that was just some some random person. And so uh, I am very much sort of the next in line for that. Uh, I don't think I've taken the name Everyman. I think I'm just called. Oh, what's a good play on Everyman? Uh, I'm I'm the I'm the no name at this. I'm the no okay. name. That's a good name. I dig it. I'm gonna write it down. So I'm no name. I am the protege to the Everyman, and I am now now that I'm. An upperclassman in college, I'm pretty close to transitioning into being the everyman proper. You know, Rick is getting mm-hmm. on in years. He's been doing this for a long time. He has 
a hell of a setup like lined up. He's got, you know, he's 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 put things in place that he's got surveillance equipment all across campus in the city. He's got, you know, fake badges, IDs. He's got the whole nine yards that can be anywhere and be anybody when he needs to be. And I'm kind of just waiting for the moment that I get told this is yours now. Mm. Like this is this belongs to you. I'm basically waiting for the moment to transition from the protege to the legacy. That's where I'm at at my at this moment. Uh, the advancements that I took, I've unlocked but have not used my moment of truth. Excellent. Uh, I took uh, I took a plus two to the stat that my uh, mentor embodies, which my mentor embodies savior and denies superior. You do things to help people, and you under no circumstances do you take credit for it. It is the everyman philosophy. So I took a plus two to savior. Uh, I also took the moves, uh, I took the move, the adult move, stand up for something and empathize. Ooh. And I took the, uh, I took the legacy move, fight the good fight, as well as the protege moves, fireside chat and captain. I'm, I'm learning to, to take... I, I think I'm maybe breaking from I've been struggling because I'm breaking from my my mentor's view a little bit of like not being of being a face in the crowd because I think maybe I could be more than that. But I haven't gotten there yet. We'll find out. We'll find out what happens. So do we want to pick one of our relationships to go to the other person to, uh, person? I think that's probably the best way to do it. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to go with. I think we teamed up a few times before before our group came together. Mm-hmm. I think maybe we even teamed together before you got your fire powers. I think that I think that when we were unpowered vigilantes, I think that we we that was when we had kind of teamed up together as a hey, we got to kind of watch our backs. How does that feel? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Which means that now you have these incredible powers, and I very much still do not. <laughs> yep. Oh, how things change. And Grow, I think growing up is tough. Yeah. I think I want to say that Charlie might wind up being more of a star than me someday. Because mm. I think we've talked a bit about how you're kind of struggling with the just be the hero and don't be a identity kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. So with that, let's dive into some uh, extended history questions. Sure. There's where I have them. So cool. So I wrote up five, and then we'll each ask a sixth question to each other. Perfect. So I figure we just need to each pick one. I don't think we have to go through all of them. Okay. I just wanted to give some flexibility, which is... yeah. I think our, so what was our team's greatest triumph and who do you think deserves credit? I was there when the clock tower, like this was a group effort when the clock tower exploded. Mm -hmm. And I have never once, uh, even for a moment in the back of my mind, denied that you, you deserved all the credit for that. Oh, and in the, and there's, there's the, there was a moment after it happened where like, I, we, you know, we, we both teamed up. We, uh, you know, we each handled things. Maybe I like shuffled people away before, you know, the explosion happened and like you got your powers. I like as, as no name, like moved people out of the way. 
but like it went but like when asked about it i was like nope i i had nothing to do with that and there's a piece of my the amy in the back of my mind that like that felt really good and there was definitely a moment of like is that what rick has been talking about like is that what this is all about yeah and i've been like kind of grappling with that that makes sense Oh, now I need to think of which one I want to answer. Hmm. Um, I think I'm going to go with what was the moment you knew you could trust your team when things were at their worst? Hmm. And I think we were facing uh, some sort of like tech villain, maybe from the mm. future, because... I had some martial arts training, but most of my other stuff was gadgets. Like I made a phase belt for myself and I picked up other little trinkets here and there and they just shut me down completely. Mm. So I was kind of on the edge of just giving up entirely. But you not only talked me back from that, but you're like a pretty sharp eye and you figured Mm -hmm. out, okay, but if we go in without our technology this is where we can hit them where it'll mm-hmm. hurt and we can mm-hmm. end this ourselves. Can I make up a villain name? Cause that has oh, yes. popped into my, they're, uh, they're disruptor. They're, they're a super villain obsessed with disrupting the tech landscape. I'm going to write that down in this document. So I don't lose that just because I, I, the phrase disrupt the, the word disrupt in a tech landscape makes my skin crawl. So I feel like that makes it a good villain attribute. Yeah. Cool. And I'm sure my GM will thank you for that against mm-hmm. my techno magic and gadgeteer hero later on. And uh, the, one, the, one sty- the one style note I have about Disruptor is, you know, um, do you remember Invader Zim's, uh, the father from Invader Zim, and he had the lab coat that went up over his nose? Yeah. It's that, but it's a Steve Jobs-esque turtleneck. Oh, <laughs> That just goes up over his nose. Oh, oh, that is horrible and wonderful. That's his. That's that's the core of his outfit. Is that Steve Jobs turtleneck? Cool, excellent. All, All right, right. So now we each um, ask. We each ask how our opinion of one another has changed since the first time that we worked together. And are we shifting one of our labels up or one of the other person's? Uh, yeah. You describe how. You feel the other person has changed and do a label Got shift it. for them. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, I have watched you become like, I, I've watched you Phoenix is appropriate. Cause I've watched you rise like to a level that is unheard of. Right. Like I've watched you come into your own in a way that I wasn't even sure was possible when we first like met and became friends. So I'm going to shift up superior and down mundane. Like you have, you have accept, you have stepped into the mantle of heroic to a point that is, is shocking. And like you have, you have ascended to another level of superhuman. I would describe it. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, I think hmm. so this one might be interesting Mm -hmm. because your abilities are stealth and 
detective skills. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's your mentor who has impossible fighting skills. Yep. But I'm going to shift up your danger and okay. down your freak because okay. like time and time, like when we first teamed up, it was kind of just cool. We both kind of know how to fight and know basically what we do, what we're doing. But time and time again, you've shown that your sharpness and you analyze things so quickly that you really have a knack for turning fights around on our opponents mm. in a way that's really you can go with people way above your weight class just because of how well you can read them and stuff. I love that. Yeah. That's wonderful. And so with that, I think uh, I believe are we believe we're ready to get into our scenario. Um, Is there anything else that we need to I go think, through? Oh, I need to detail my audience. I yeah, tell me about your audience. Has audience. OK, cool. So uh, Faith's audience, she started doing like vlogs when she got to Phoenix Academy as like a way to stay in touch with her friends back home. Mm hmm. And over time, that's grown from like a daily check in to a transition journal to just make up basic makeup advice and stuff and tales of her heroics as her audience has grown and grown over the years. Mm. So it's like a really organically grown following kind of thing. So I choose why my audience loves me. Um, I think I've really cultivated a relationship where I am just like them, and mm -hmm. even though I'm out there doing heroing work, and I'm kind of like a noble warrior of justice, they can do that too, and they can be just as like strong and empowered in their life as they see in me. I think that's something I really mm -hmm. communicate to them. Uh, advantages is I have a wider audience than like just in the city. It's kind of Pretty much anyone anywhere can log on to YouTube and see a lot of my videos and catch streams and stuff. So it's a pretty wide range and I can speak them pretty. Ugh. I can easily speak to them if I have to. Mm -hmm. Twitter's a thing. It's not always a good thing, but it's a Unf thing. I, sure, unfortunately, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and two demands they make on me is uh, constant stimulation. I always put out at least two videos a day. I do a good morning and a good night video. You, you gotta, you gotta keep the, you gotta, you gotta feed the algorithm. Is I gotta, the thing. I gotta feed. Otherwise, I'll go down the rankings and everything. And yeah, right. Like that's that's. I mean, you know, that's how that works. You gotta if if you want them to be seeing your posts, you gotta be making yeah, a certain you, amount of day. You gotta make the posts, and um. I also said major acts of heroism because I've shown time and again that I can stand up and do the big thing when the big thing needs to be done. So sure. they don't really feel like I have room to back down when things right. get tough. Yeah, because it's like a it's an escalation thing, right? It's once yeah. you've shown you can be at this level, they expect you to be at this level all the time. Right. So even if it. I'm having a day I when I'm it. not at that level, I got to push myself and sometimes you got to push yourself sometimes you got to push yourself all right okay so what is our opening what does our opening sequence look like what is our what are, what where where what are our first pages look like all right so i think we'll start off with a framing shot of phoenix academy which is mm -hmm. just a sprawling island campus 
with, excuse me, just massive buildings of a range of architectures. There's like the classic Ivy League, and then there's an ancient tower and a futuristic dormitory kind of thing. And there's a editor's note that says finals week. Mm. And where do you think we are? It's probably like we had our morning final and now there's a midday break before our afternoon final, I think. Um, We are around one of the um, so there are there's the restaurants that are like slightly off campus that are a bit too far of a walk. There's also like the the food trucks, but those get a they get very crowded and b they're pricey. I think we're by one of the food carts, either a gyro cart or a hot dog cart. Okay, like we're kind of you know crouched, uh, hanging like sitting around on the on the port or on the curb. Uh, I think I think I have probably three hot dogs like <laughs> that I'm trying to balance in my hand, a can of coke. Uh, Sorry, excuse me, a Coke. What am I talking about? That's ridiculous. Coke? I have a corn Fanta jammed in my arm (laughs) that I am holding, and I'm, like, trying to balance all of these things, and I'm like, all right, let's get into this. I think I've got, uh, like, focus groups have shown hot dogs are a little suggestive for my selfies. So I've got a falafel, and I'm posing for Corvix to take a snap before I dig in proper. Because I got to. <laughs> I'm just waiting. Like, I'm they, sitting there. I've got my paper plate. And I'm like, I, I don't. I, I. It feels rude to eat, like, until you're ready. But this, I, I, I am very hungry. Yeah. And, like, Corvix flits over so I can see the pic. I'm like, yeah, no, that's good. Go ahead and post oh, that. Oh, thank God. Oh, I'm thank like, goodness. Oh, my God. You can eat without me. You have three times as much food as I do. I there's first off they're small hot dogs okay that's first off second off it's rude and I am not a rude person I feel it's a little rude also for me to just hold you up taking a selfie that's okay well then mutual a mutual acknowledgement of no wrongdoing done by either party now let's chow down all right I'm gonna take a big bite like so how'd your final go uh it went I mean, it went fine. It's, it's, you know, it's improv class. So it's just a lot of like, yes. And like, if you understand yes, and like, it gets you through about half the class. And frankly, candidly, a lot of it's reading the professor. And that's kind of a thing that I do really well. So it went fine. Well, that makes sense. It's gonna really up your quip game out in the field. That's the end goal, because I feel like I get right to the quip, and then I, I stumble. I feel like I get, you know, I feel that moment, and then I, I trip. That's where, <laughs> that's what I want. I, this is the end goal for me. Because, like, if I could get that one perfect quip off, I'd feel, like, amazing. Yeah, well, you know, KJ is always saying on my videos that you almost had it, and she really believes in you, and you're going to get it next time. All right. Well, so, thank, thank you. Thank you. you thank you, KJ. And thank you. I'm happy. I mean, technically, I shouldn't have a fan because the whole deal is that, could be you know, but I, I secretly also very much appreciate that. I thought you might. 
So what happens, like, what immediately gets our attention? Like, something immediately goes horribly wrong that, like, forces us to to stop what we're doing. Hmm. I think the island starts rumbling. Okay. And That's then, like, appropriately enough, sure. Yeah. We look Adequ- over. Adequately, adequately, <laughs> uh, attention grabbing. Yeah. And, uh, we look over and a huge just rock bursts out of the ground and probably knocks over one of the less popular food trucks. So the crowd's not so massive. They can't yeah. scatter in time. Yeah. It's, um, it's probably, Oh, it's probably, you know what it is? It's like right next to the, right next to like the really good halal cart is like a really fancy like Euro truck. That's doing like mm-hmm. fusion and it just doesn't quite work. And like it doesn't it just doesn't taste as good as like the really good solid cart that you're just you're, And so mm-hmm. it just has that energy of like you're trying too hard. Yeah. And it gets knocked over. Sauces go everywhere. It's madness. Chaos. Mayhem. I feel like just a top of that is uh let's see they've got earth powers Mm -hmm. i want to go away from the standard earth powers of being like bulky and stocky Mm -hmm. so i feel like they're kind of willowy i can i get all right i can can see that yeah um (laughs) i think they have um i think they're a stat like the, the costume aesthetic that i'm seeing is Similar, like, also kind of veering away from the standard rock powers, like, bulky armor and, like, tactical look. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing kind of, like, rock climbing gear, so very sleek, uh, maybe, like, thick, chunky boots, almost like a, like what Mile, like, the Miles Morales sneakers on top of the Spider-Man suit, but they're specifically, like, rock climbing shoes. Yeah, that sounds rad. Yeah, I think they've got, like, a supervillain version of a rock climber's, like, ensemble. Okay. And oh, and then can they be hanging from like uh from like one of the rocks, like hanging like off of a, a small outcropping? Oh, definitely. They're like hanging and perched against the rock as it yeah. strikes. And I think, according to this list of rock climbing terms, I want to go with arete. Arete is good, which is the edge of a wall that is an acute angle. Mm, okay. Because I think that's a neat little. There's an editor's note pops up when 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 we see them on screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I am immediately like I immediately look to you and I look to them and I look back to you and I'm like, okay, so we should probably like handle this, right? This is us. I mean, I don't see why not. All right. Uh, if you want to go do your your big flashy your big flashy superstar thing, I'm gonna go slip on a domino mask and try to get people out of the way. Sounds like a plan. All right. Crack my knuckles, dash off. Uh, you know, dash off and zooms in, and uh, I I I assume we we pan over and then mm-hmm. we are both in our superhero gear. Unless you want a full transformation sequence, Jeff, my brand. I, I know. That's why I threw sequence. it to you. I, I started to say that we were in our outfits and went, no, Alice needs a transformation <laughs> sequence. Right. All right. So, yeah, you dash off. And I think I give like a three, two, one gesture to Corvix to start rolling. 
And I'm like, hey, friends, I'm fired up and ready to go. And I think I wear like glasses in my civilian outfit that I take off and then like crush in my hand and they burst into flames. And then I do the punch my hand into my palm thing and just flames ripple down my arms, stripping away the Phoenix Academy outfit and forming like a sporty jacket kind of thing Mm -hmm. over a bit of a, it just flows down my body to form a magical girl outfit, which is puffy and floofy, but also like I do a high kick and get some practical boots and you can see I have shorts underneath the skirt. I'm not being totally ridiculous here. And just a pair of fiery wings spreads from the back of my jacket and I strike a pose and like, villains beware, Princess Phoenix is on the scene. And uh, I, I think we workshop cut- that a bit. I think we cut back and, or like, we cut back and I'm already standing there, like, with the outfit, just like, just off camera, like, kind of, this again, the same kind of deal as with the food, where I'm just kind of like, all right, all right, just you're gonna give me the signal. I'm gonna point at Arete and like, all right, let's get into action. All right, that's the signal. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. <laughs> it's like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to wander into the shot. I, I, yeah. We've talked about this. We've worked out timing cues. Yeah. I'm telling you, Corvix algorithms are a lot better. They're going to avoid getting you in shot more. Uh, that's, you know, I appreciate that. Um, so uh, No Name's outfit is, think like a cross between uh, Jason Todd as the Red Hood and Miles Morales. So I've got like a hoodie. It's probably, I think it's a, gr- like it's, it's all kind of grayscale. Mm-hmm. So it's like a it's actually it's a white hoodie with a black, like very, very hipster biker jacket on top of the the very like white hoodie. So you get that black and white contrast. Um, I think every man wears a very classic domino mask because I'm picturing a very uh, Will Eisner's the spirit green hornet type of like suit and mask outfit for him. Mm-hmm. So I think no name is wearing probably like. I'm going to go with like a full, like a wraparound visor. I think that's, that's a very cool aesthetic. That's how I've, I, yeah. I've hid my eyes. And that's kind of the outfit in a nutshell. Jeans, jeans with a stripe down the side, big chunky boots. Very, very kind of hipster hero-y. Could be anybody on a college campus. Anyone at all. Yeah. So, uh, I sort of, we, did we dash into action? I like... I, I start, um, I pull up my phone, like, I pull out my phone, I kind of, like, duck low, I pull out my phone, and I start kind of tapping buttons to pull up, uh, the old man's surveillance equipment to get a good sight on, like, who is around, and, like, who I can be immediately sort of shuffling out of, out of harm's way, as we're, as we're, as, as, as the fight is starting to get underway. Which I think might be an assess the situation. That does sound like an assess the situation. All right. So you have you your think dice. I'd have remembered to grab dice, but I'm just gonna pull up a dice roller real quick. Sounds good. That's a three. That's not great oh, at all. A three total? No. Wait. Oh, uh, I've got two superior, so that is a five. So that's a five. Um, we only have one team in the pool though, so I can't boost that up all right so let's see i 
think you pull up the surveillance and you learn very quickly that there was one person who didn't get away from the fancy, way too fancy food truck in time. And uh, Mr. Brick, the infamous math teacher, has been pinned and is in danger and will need rescuing. Okay, all right. Oh, he's gonna. Oh, he's just. He's gonna talk. He, <laughs> he's gonna talk. And uh, okay, fine. And I, I start like dashing over there, trying to like dodge rocks. What are you doing mm-hmm. as I'm sort of dashing my way towards Mr. Brick? So I think I see you making the dash for Mr. Brick. So I'm gonna hop on top of a food cart and then mm-hmm. leap on top of a food truck and just bounce my way up to. Maybe throw a little fireball to get Arete's attention away from you. Mm-hmm. So you can do your job while I face the foe. So and, uh, that sounds like you're provoking someone. Yeah, that does sound like I'm provoking someone. Roll me plus superior. Cool. Come on, dice, be nice. So that is seven plus two is a nine. All right. Um, let's see. I'm trying to decide. I don't think we want to. I don't think I. we could bump this to a 10, but I don't know if it's worth it at this moment. Yeah, I don't think we need to. Because what I want is for them to focus on me for now. And I think, they, I think they're going to. I think yeah. they absolutely do no matter what. But I think that they are going to... Uh, yeah, so choose, so uh, they get to choose one. They can either stumble, yeah. or they can either stumble air or overreact, or overreact. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to, I think they're going to air. I think they're going to air because I think they're okay. going to, like, uh, go big and flashy without realizing that that's sort of your comfort zone. Yeah. So I think they throw, you know, they do the big throwing of a boulder and then they kind of, like, dance along the side of this this rock thing as they sort of telepathically hurl boulders at you without mm-hmm. realizing that you were kind of wanting that sort of big flashy showdown. Yeah. And I kind of just charge through their barrage uh, leaping and spinning and almost dancing from boulder to boulder as they come in. Basically giving me a ladder to get back to where they are height-wise. Because... Wings aside, I can't really fly fly. It just helps a little. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm definitely putting on a display with my powers so I can use my star move time for the show. Do it. Which lets me roll plus superior. Oh, die. Don't fall on the floor. Okay. Reroll you. Cool. So that is a six plus two is an eight. So on a seven to nine, name one NPC present. And I'm going to say there's, I spot title down in the crowd. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her civilian name's Leone. She's kind of like a wolf girl. She's got water powers, very like moon themed, which is why Mm -hmm. she took the hero name title. And the named NPC must either volunteer help or information, express admiration, or ask for my help, GM's choice. Hmm. I think she's going to offer offer help. 
That sounds good. It sounds like we need help right now. Yeah. And I think as all of this is happening, uh, I because I've encountered a an important superpowered phenomenon, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to roll plus superior because I have been reading. I've been reading up on Rick's files. Yeah. Which means uh, I got a seven. So oh, I, hit, right. I can tell one important detail I've learned from my studies. Um, I cannot ask a follow up question. So mm-hmm. um, so I think as I'm dashing over, I like I tap my ear. I tap my ear to get a hold of Corvix. Yep. I tap my ear to get a hold of Corvix. I'm like, Corvix, hey, heads up. Um, so uh, this, so they're throwing, uh, You may, I don't know if you've noticed, if you've gotten a chance to scan the composition, but this is concentrated topsoil. So uh, if you, which is part of why they're able to move it quite so easily. So uh, it does not have a lot of structural integrity. So we may be able to use that to our advantage. We may be able to, uh make it go boom and scatter it into sand and dirt mm-hmm. it's it's tough i mean they're gonna be they're gonna be crushing it real hard and turning it into rock but we might be able to reduce it into sand if we're smart i don't know how yet but that's what we got right and let's see the gm will tell you what if anything seems different from what you remember and i think hmm yeah, I think what you remember is uh, already isn't a solo act. They're usually mm. part of a team. They're mm. usually part of a group called the the Elementalists. It's like a trio of villains. So uh, they might have help on the way or somewhere else on campus. And so I think with that, like I get to Mr. Brick and a- as I do, I'm just kind of muttering to myself like, OK, OK, eyes on the back of my head. Uh, help is on the way, or harm is on the way. Their help is on the. Hey, Mister Brick, how are you? Oh, no, not doing great, Charlie. Uh, I got this. No, no, no name, no name. I, I have right. a visor on. Right, you kids and your, uh, and your aliases. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you could help me, maybe get a kind of a long stick and a rock, and we can use some good old physics. Get the lever working. Get this, get this truck off my leg with some good old fashioned know-how and none of that fancy powers the rest of your classmates rely on. Uh, yeah, I think I can, I think I, hmm, I'm, yeah, I think I can make that happen. I can definitely make that happen. This is, I'm smart. I'm smart. I, you are smart. I hate my studies. So yeah, I I think I, I think I'm going to, uh, I think I'm going to do exactly that. I'm going to follow his instructions. I'm going to try and find, uh, try and leverage, try and like, um, maybe climb up from an elevated surface and like push (laughs) against it to, to sort of lean the, lean the, lean it backwards and try and I, I guess that I think would this technically count as unleashing my powers since Um. I am in fact a detective. That could be unleash your powers. It could also be protect someone. That's, I think, what I think it's going to be. I yeah. think that feels right. So I am going to roll plus savior. Perfect. Great. Love that. That's a three. That's an eight. Awesome. So on an eight, you, hit, you keep them safe and you can choose to add a team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect or clear condition. I'm going to add a team to the pool. Cool. So our team pool is up to two. And on a seven to nine, you have to 
choose to expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation? Uh, I am going to choose to expose myself to danger because I did just ultimately, you know, through through wits and cunning, but I did ultimately flip a car. <laughs> <laughs> you did. And so I think I think no matter no matter how much you want eyes on you to put on the show, like a car mm-hmm. did just flip and I am essentially standing there slightly crouching like huh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh indeed. Um let's see. I think even though you're drawing some attention away, I'm pretty much in Arete's face, so they're mm-hmm. not gonna turn to face you. But they do have friends, and uh, let's go with Thermal. Thermal sound like a good yeah, manipulation person. Yeah. So Thermal's going to drop down from the sky. What do you think Thermal looks like? Um, thermal is wearing... Um, so because so thermal I'm thinking is wearing like a very um rain like a rainbow themed outfit that are very like white like long long vertical color or long horizontal color stripes. Okay. Because I'm picturing let me I'm picturing I'm gonna I'm gonna grab a D6 here. Because they are um they are I'm picturing thermal specifically because I'm picturing thermal jets like um like hot air. Mm-hmm. So what I picture is like the air around them is like wavering and and vibrating and like pulsating. Oh, so that... like those long color stripes just turn into sort of a tie dye whirlwind effect. Oh, that's very cool. And they have long hair that is just twirling around as well. Yeah. And I'm standing there just directly in front of them like, um, cool. This is. And I like I square up and I'm like, okay, all right, we we can we can we can work with this. Yeah, I just think they crack their knuckles and like, so you want to be your hero, huh? <sighs> want to be? Well, no, am sure. And I'm gonna like uh, I'm gonna go low and try to do sort of a spinning sort of a spinning heel kick roll through on the, like under their legs and try to take their legs out from under them. That sounds amazing. Because they don't anticipate that I that I fight dirty. No, they probably don't. <laughs> and it also sounds like a directly engage. That does sound like a directly engage. That's going to be a plus zero. That's a seven. Right. On a seven and nine, pick one. I So we trade blows, and I am going to pick... I'm going to resist their blows, because like I said, I don't think they anticipated that I'm going to fight... That I'm going to fight dirty and go low real quick. Yeah. I think you do catch them off guard real quick. So they kind of go down in a heap. Do you put them in a leg lock kind of thing or just? Um, I think once they're down, yeah, once they're down, I cross their legs over and put them in sort of a sort of a Texas clover leaf type mm-hmm. hold. And oh, I'm like, geez. yeah, look at me. That looks a guy looks so <laughs> cool right now. I look very cool right now. Yeah. So. I think what they do is they're going to lash out with their arms and send, probably send a blast of air, but you pressure the leg mm-hmm. so they arch back in time and in, in pain mm-hmm. while they're trying to launch the air. So it misses you and is probably going towards me because that's mm-hmm. how comic books work. Yep. 
So I probably get hit mid-leap trying to get to Arete. Mm. Which I've now put myself in a bad position. Yeah. Mm. And I think... I think that's taking a powerful blow. That that does sound like a powerful blow. Thankfully, I don't have Thankfully, any conditions Thankfully, no conditions. Yet. Yeah. So if my dice are nice to me... Okay, I rolled an eight. All right. Um, yeah, so on an eight, I got to choose one, either lash out verbally, give ground, or struggle past the pain. I think, you know, my audience demands that I face, I need major acts of heroism, and I can't let them show, I can't let them see that I'm losing to these villains, so I'm going to struggle past the pain. Mm. Um... I'm going to mark insecure because I feel like I should be better than this by now. I should have been more aware of my surroundings and I think maybe afraid. I think I'm worried about what the two of them here means because mm -hmm. I don't think I've had good experiences with the third member of their group. That makes like sense. Yeah. So yeah, they blast me with wind. I get knocked back into one of these falling sod boulder things. And then just then I get the message from Corvix, your info that, oh, it's just compacted dirt, so we can probably blast through it. So I'm like, all right, blast through it, right? Uh, as, um, you're, as you're gearing up to blast, yeah. like, I, I have, they, uh, I, I've, I think I've, um, I think I've got them in a leg lock. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of, um, I'm looking around to see if anybody else is around us. And I'm kind of just like shouting, I'm, I'm, I'm Captain America-ing it and I'm shouting out, uh, I'm shouting out directions to people around like, like, Mr. Brick, go over, like, get over there, get to safety, make sure that, make sure that all the kids are not around. Like, this is very, like, I, we can, we can handle this. I just need to make sure there's nobody around in case this gets messy. Mm -hmm. Like, good on you, no name. Oh, you handle these rapscallions in there. Yeah, it's powers I, today. I, I can't stand it. I puff up and I'm like, oh, thank you for thank you for remembering my name. <laughs> yeah, he's not the absolute worst. He's yeah. just curmudgeonly. <laughs> All right. So I think he's limping a little. So I think. Mm -hmm. uh, Title, who's supposed to be helping, runs over and helps escort Mr. Brick to the side for now. And shouts that she'll be back to help once she gets him in the clear. Mm -hmm. So, because yeah, I don't think it takes a provoke to tell people to run away from supervillains attacking. No, I don't think so. Yeah. So do you want to blast through this, blast through this dirt? Yeah. I think mm -hmm. I, I'm going to do the over-the-top kiss the fist it's gonna like flare up with flames and just go phoenix fire blast and throw a punch and send a fireball right into an oncoming sod boulder it's Maybe. very cool is it's, the thing it's very cool the thing is i'm very cool and i i think i think i think charlie mutters is just that's very cool it ah. Um, would you say that I am, like, 
standing, uh, what's the actual wording on this? Stand strong while dramatically under fire. Oh, for sure. Awesome. That lets me directly engage using savior instead of danger, because I have the beacon move, suck it, Domitian. Domitian. I don't know how that's said. But let's try this. All right. So that's a five on the dice, and three superior savior makes it an eight. So, um, I want to take something from the, I want to like blast through, blast the rock Arete is holding onto so that they lose their footing and fall. Okay. Because I think maybe foolishly that once they're on the ground, it'll be easier to deal with them. Maybe that's not the best idea now that I'm thinking about it. But what's done is done. Yeah. No, they they fall to the ground and like sod kind of crumbles everywhere around them. Mm-hmm. And f- I think for a moment, like there's a calm and, you know, I, w- me with with a uh, thermal and a leg lock, uh, a rete on the ground surrounded by dirt and sod. It for a moment feels like we're in a really strong position. It feels yeah. like we've really, really got this. So uh, I'm going to throw it to you and ask what like ask, because I, I think we I, I think we both know the answer. But what horribly what goes horribly wrong at this moment? Um. I mean, what goes horribly wrong is when you connect a person with Earth powers with a large source of Earth. Yeah. They just have more ammo. That's fair. Yeah. And I think what they do is you feel yourself being pulled down kind of like into quicksand. Oh, no. Oh, no. Kind of force you to break your leg lock on their friend. So they can kind of reset the field, so to speak. And I think I, I think I, I think I let go. I kind of scramble and, you know, kick and claw, uh, mm-hmm. kick and claw to try and avoid falling into the earth. Yeah, you don't want that. Um, why don't you give me an unleash your powers to see okay. how well you can get away from? Yeah, that's a five. That's a four. That's <gasps> not good at all. Oh, no, I yeah, I think it's like you said, you you kick and claw, and if any cartoon show has taught me anything, it's you don't kick and claw in quicksand. That yep. just makes it worse. Yep. And I think I watch in horror as you get pulled under. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely going to just go ahead and mark sca- or mark afraid here. Mark afraid? Yeah, that sounds yep. appropriate. That, that sounds really appropriate. I'm, I'm definitely afraid. Hmm. So what are you doing as I'm getting pulled under the earth? Um, I think for a second, my fist flares up again. I'm like, no, I can't do that. That's kind of that's a bad idea right now. Blasting into the earth while you're in it is not going to be helpful. But what I can do is I'm going to launch myself at Arete and try to like tackle and pin them to Mm. the ground. Not the best instinct, probably. But that's a direct that's a direct engage if ever I've heard one. That is directly engage. And I'm less dramatically under fire, so I think this is just yep. with danger. Oh, but that's a ten on the dice. Beautiful. Minus one for danger. Uh I think we can spend a team to keep that at a ten. Yeah? Awesome. Yeah. This is a, this is this is an important moment. Yeah. Alright. So I'm going to choose to resist or avoid their blows and take something from them. 
And I'm going to take you back from them. Yay! Friendship! Because <laughs> I'm going to, like, pin them to the ground and hold, like, a my hand up in a claw and just fire sparking off and, like, bring him back now. And they, they like, they start to puff up for a minute and then they're like, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Put me back. All right, I'm back. And then once you're back, I'm going to, like, push off of him and step back a bit. Because I don't need my fans seeing me like that. That's not the space I want them to see. That's fair. No, that's valid. I got to, like, compose myself again. So I think I, like, I think I I tap my ear after after I'm, like, safely on the ground. I'm like, hey. Hey, fall. Hey, we should fall back and regroup. I think if we if we can if we can get if we can get two seconds, if you can give us two seconds of downtime, we can regroup and I can I can talk through exactly how to take these two out. Can you give us two seconds? I can get us two seconds. Okay, give us two seconds and we're good. All right. And I'm going to I'm going to just run. I'm going to just move specifically to like cover and to lay low. I throw (laughs) up the hood so that I, ju- I look as much like I just an ordinary person and I'm like, you know, half shoving people into a like running away crowd to just lay low for those few seconds that you can buy us. All right. Yeah. And um, I think my wings give a flap and I'm going to flare my hands out and try to just rise up a dome of fire around the two villains to kind of cage them in for a couple seconds. Because... Logistically, it won't hold against like rocks and stuff, mm-hmm. but it, it it's it's gonna be scary. All right, do what you got. Do your thing. Um, it sounds like a unleash probably. Oh, this is an unleash. This is unleash definitely. Yeah. I don't have a special move for unleash, right? Um. Nope. Nope. That is. A six plus one is a seven. All right. Woohoo. All right. Um, so I got a marked condition or it's hmm. unstable or temporary. I think this is unstable and temporary. I think that yeah. you've already kind because of, I think that's I mean, it's probably it's probably playing the game a little easily to say that. But I think you've mm-hmm. set it up with the knowledge that this was going to be unstable yeah. and temporary. I just needed a fast thing to go anyways. Right, exactly. So, yeah, so they're scattered for a brief moment. I kind of, like, I I, I sort of wave a hand to you from around a corner. Mm-hmm. I'm like, get over here. All right. Yeah. And I run over, and I think this is about when Tidal gets back, too, to join our huddle. Mm-hmm. So we can get our plan going on. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, hot air plus heat plus light dirt and sand mm-hmm. is glass. All we need to do is get a blast of hot air towards Arete, heat that air up, we trap him in a big glass ball. It sounds like a plan. Okay, well then, we, then we move. Are we feeling up to it? Uh, I think I pause and then glance over to where Corvix is still... Filming like, you know me, I'm up for anything. All right. Well, then on my on my word, we on my word, we move. I've and I lean over. I lean over to you. I've been wanting to say that for weeks. It felt really <laughs> good, honestly. Yeah, you did great. Thank you. All right. Move out. 
and the three of us like dash off. And I think this is would, would you consider this re-entering the battle as a team? Yes. Then we're going to add an extra team to the pool and carry plus one forward, as I do feel pretty confidently is the leader here. Hell yeah. All right. Hell yeah, Captain. Team set two. And then we have the enter battle as a team move, which adds another two to the pool. All right. Uh, does the leader have influence over every teammate? Um, um, I know you have influence over me. Do you think you'd have influence over title? Um, I can, I can, um, I can roll for it. Yeah. I have so because I, I think that I think there's a brief moment where like I think as I'm giving my heroic pep, pep speech of like, mm-hmm. listen, I think we've got this. We just you know, we if we work as a team, if we pull this together, we can we can we can take these. I know I know we're outgunned here, but I think we can make this work. And I have the adult move empathize so I can roll oh. my mundane. That sounds good. Uh, That's an a wait. That is a that is an eight. Mm-hmm. Which gets us. Uh, they must reveal, so I do not, I do not have influence over them, but they do reveal no. a vulnerability or mark a condition. Okay. Um, yeah, I think Tuttle's probably like, I mean, sounds like you two got it handled. Do you really need me here? And I don't want to I mean, throw your dynamic off. The, honestly, the more the better. I feel like, I mean, what I don't want is, what I don't want is for Molten Sod to be dashing it innocent people if you can keep people if you can keep everyone safe not least of which me but that's egotistical to say i feel like if you can keep people safe around here then you then you probably have the most important job of all if i'm being honest i think she like flexes her wrist and the reflecting pool behind us surges up a little and she's like yeah i think i can keep that down okay so i do not have influence over everyone no you don't uh, but I think we all have the same purpose in the fight. Yeah. Yeah. So that gets it up to five. Um, I don't see any reason we'd mistrust anyone. No, no, we're all good. And I think we're centered and we're prepared for this. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going in with five team. Hell yeah. It's a good amount of team. That is. Now, quick rules clarification question as someone much more familiar with masks than me. You can only use one team on a given roll? Uh, yes. Okay. One person can use one team per roll, except I also have the beacon move won't let you down, which lets me spend up to two team per roll. Okay. But, like, you could spend two team, I could spend one team and bump it up to three. Is that correctly understanding, or is that... Right. But for you to help your role, you have to spend team selfishly. Got it. But I could help. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I got you. Yep. Got it. Okay. So, yeah, we dash off. Um, We dash off. Do you want Mm -hmm. to? Do you want to? So I think I think. Here's how here's how I I picture this happening. I think I've got to get out in front and basically serve as a distraction. It's what I do best. Okay. Okay. I need to catch their attention. I mm-hmm. need to I need to get them moving because I need them to be I need them to be riled up for when they throw a big attack for when you for when you unleash your powers. So I think okay. I'm going to I think I might be provoking someone for you to either directly engage or unleash. Yeah, that sounds like a provoke. OK. Oh, that's a 10. That's beautiful. Oh, that's a 10. All right. So... Oh, that's a that's a 12. 
Oh, that's a 12. So yeah, on a 10 plus, they do it. They do exactly what you wanted them to do. They are real. They are real riled up. Because I think I'm just like dashing between like air blast Mm -hmm. and and flying rock. And I'm just basically Mm -hmm. like, I'm just mouthing off, right? Like, I'm just like, you would think if you had these powers, you would invest in at least a little target (laughs) target practice. (laughs) You'd think. I mean, maybe it's just because I don't don't have them, but it seems a little bit irresponsible yeah and i think you're getting them a bit peeved at each other too because you're dashing between them and you dodge a rock blast and thermal has to like duck out of the way of it so maybe the next wind blast isn't aimed totally at you Mm -hmm. so yeah so they're kind of set up good and proper so now i've got to glass them into a dome yep so Mm. I think that's got to be a directly engage. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a bit more than an unleash would let me do. So let's hope this goes well. Actually, well, my come on lucky move Corvix does help me with directly engage moves. I think Corvix is also flitting around. Yeah. Flashing lights in their eyes and keeping them extra distracted. I look up. I told you recently I like you, Corvix. And it like chirps in approval. Like a cute little droid. <laughs> ah. All right. Whoa. All right. That's only a six. I will spend a point of team to put that up to a seven. All right. So that gets us to seven. I get to choose one. Um... I'm going to take something from them. I'm going to take their freedom. All right. Yeah. As they have been successfully engaged in this glass dome. So then that means you do take a blow. I do take a blow. And I think I know where that blow comes from. Oh, I think. Off mic. Is this where we want to do the heel turn? Yeah, that sounds good to me. It's either here or maybe their third member shows up. I think this is the right moment because I think this is like the end of the fight where we get blasted and then and then they get away. Sounds rad. So, yeah, I think exactly where it has to come from is, you know, Arete is trapped in a glass dome and is pounding on like, hey, let me out of here. Uh, thermal thermal like flies over and is like trying to like you know blast the glass like sand blast the glass like they're clearly <laughs> like they're clearly taken with this and for a moment we feel like heroes and then water wall just crushes you oh no all of that reflecting pool just like slams into you oh geez and like sends you crashing oh, no. to the earth oh oh Okay, that's that's got to be a powerful blow. That's a powerful blow. I, I don't think water is fun on a good day for me. Oh, thankfully that's just a three on the dice, so that's five. Okay. So, yeah, I well, it does knock me back and kind of douses me. So I'm soaked and sodding, but I kind of tumble through it and get back up to my feet. I'm like... What the hell? And I think uh, with that, 
we see title like standing or float uh i think we see them float like standing there just kind of like pointing at you not saying anything just pointing just pointing their hands at you and you're like what you gotta you gotta say some like i took sign language you're not even doing sign language you gotta work with me here and they they walk over and they 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 push back thermal a, a bit and they pull the re- all that water that they smashed you with they pull it back up and they they just like it starts to just twirl and it basically forms like a water drill and just tears through the dome and i think i am clamoring out from like uh i think i ducked and covered the second that water the second that that mm-hmm. that there was the crash and i'm like no N- no no no, we no. What do we? I don't. I I don't know what to do here. I know. I was just about to what, say something about people in glass houses and throwing stones. That's, see, that's why I took the improv. Cl- right? Not now. Not right now. No. We'll have this conversation later. But I, she stole my fire, and I'm like flicking it. my wrist. I'm like literally. It's going to take a bit so, for me to burn up. So many good. Qui- okay, and I, I I can't. And, like, I just, I slink down. I think I slink down as I, I'm like, I can't, they're going to get away. Hey, 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 stay with me. Listen, they're not going to get away. We're still here. It's still the two of us, right? Yeah. 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 And, come on, we've been in worse spots than this. We can get through this. I'm going to ask you to, sh- I'm going to ask you to comfort. And that... Before I roll that, I need to ask you, um, are you someone who openly admires my celebrity persona? Uh, 100%. Awesome. 1,000%. Then I get to use take it from me and comfort and support with superior instead of mundane. Cool. So that's a six on the dice, plus two for superior, and one because I have influence over you is a nine. Okay. Uh, I can clear a condition. I'm gonna clear a condition. I'm gonna clear. I'm gonna clear. I'm gonna clear afraid. Awesome. I steal my face and I stand up. I actually put my hand on your shoulder and I say, "We can. We can take this fight to them, but now it's now it's two on three, and we need to. We need to just." <sighs> It's going to be better if we just make sure that everyone is safe. We, we, we at least, whatever they were planning, they, I don't think they're planning it now. I think they know, mm. I think their time, I think their window is closing. So, so as much as I want to get an answer or something, I think we need to play crowd control and let them let them go. I can't believe I'm saying this. I can't believe I'm saying this. I just, I know what he would say. I know, I, I just, I hear him. You have anybody like that? You just, you hear him and you just, it drives you up a, f- a goddamn wall. Uh, my dad? I, I guess not literal, not, not my literal dad, but I guess dads are like that. Yeah. Yeah, so they I'm, can be. I'm going to actually also comfort you. Oh. 
Uh, and I'm going to, because I'm giving you the advice that I think my mentor would give, which is it's okay to walk away from this fight because mm-hmm. we have more important work to do. I am going to uh, use my savior instead of my mundane. Awesome. Which I didn't need because I rolled a 10, but that puts me at a 13. <laughs> hey, that's rad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to clear insecure. And at a 10 plus, you also get to choose something. Uh, I am going to... I'm going to mark potential. Oh, uh, you get to choose add a team or clear condition. Oh, I'm going to add a team to... Well, I'm going to add it. I'll add a team to the pool. I don't have any conditions left. All right. Team is back up to five. Cool. So I'm like, I mean... Yeah, we could let them go. Or... We could take them down. And I I look at you. And I sit for a second and I look around and I'm like, I in my like, we just get like, there's a bunch of um, kind of the shaky frame, the shaky frame panels of like fantasies of just destruction and people running. And then one of like a whole, a whole splash page of, of all amidst all of this chaos, like fully empowered uh, fully empowered, no name, standing with the with the, uh, the the visor and the hood <laughs> up, arms crossed, and it just says, "There's just a word blown that says, we can do it. We can do both. We can do it both ways." And I lean forward. I need you to hear one thing, because I've got a job to do, and I need you to hear one thing. It's very important. Are you listening? I'm listening. You fucking got this. Damn I got, right I do. I got work to do. And I throw up my hood, and um, I think I'm going to activate my moment of truth. Hell yeah! Uh, the moment that I show who I really am, my mentor, or something different, I can do whatever my mentor could do and more. I can do the incredible, even the things they always failed to accomplish. I think, uh, I think what happens is, like, throughout... Uh, what happens is, like... Uh, no name basically like steps out of the scene, but there's just panel after panel of whatever the fight looks like from here of like people being moved to safety, no name checking on people and just like, you know, zipping from like place to place to place to place to place, making sure that like everyone gets to safety. It's a thousand, it's a thousand good deeds all done at once just to make sure that like no one in this scenario gets hurt. I love that. That's amazing. Toasting, toasting a corn Fanta with Mr. Brick. It's it's everything. <laughs> it's everything the every man wanted, wanted no name mm-hmm. to be. And then some. Cool. So what, right. are you, what, what, are, what are you doing? What's your what's your big what's your big showdown moment? I think I'm going to stare at the three villains as they're pulling themselves together and kind of like work my shoulders a little and whistle for Corvix to come down. And like, hey, Corvix, you still have that shock gauntlet I stole from, oh, what was their face? Uh, it doesn't matter. Can I have that? And um, a little chirp, it just sort of drops into your hand. Awesome. I'm like, mm, water beats fire. But if I know my Pokemon right, and I'm going to strap the shock gauntlet on <laughs> and flex there's it. A panel, there's a panel of like, uh, like a hate, like a, 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 one of those biblical stained glass halos and it's just all Pokemon cards. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This will give me the edge 
At least until I get sparked up again. <sighs> Let's hope my martial arts aren't too rusty. And I'm going to charge right for Tidal. And see if I can take her out first. That's going to be directly engaged. And I think with I think with Arete and Thermal staring mm-hmm. you down, I think this is going to be... I think you are under fire here. Awesome. So that's going to be plus savior. And I rolled a 12. Hell yeah. Yeah. So even though I'm still afraid, that's still a 10 plus. Beautiful. So I'm going to resist or avoid their blows. And I think I'm going to impress, surprise or frighten the opposition. Oh, I think that's exactly what happens. And I think like, um, who, let me ask you, let me throw this to you. Who scatters immediately? Who nopes? Who, who sees that and goes, nope, not for me. (laughs) I feel like Thermal is the flightiest one, Mm. so to speak. Mm -hmm. So they're probably the first to nope out. Thermal, like, because of all the the sand and dirt in the air, it's literally just, uh, like a whirlwind of dust. It just lifts (laughs) up, and then they're gone. Arete, Arete watches this, starts to scramble, kind of, like, quickly whips up the largest ball of compressed sod that they can. It's just like, okay, I got one shot, I, yeah! And it's just flying right towards you. Okay. Well, it's flying right towards me, and I'm kind of going toe-to-toe with Tidal, so I'm going to, like, give them a pop in the shoulder, grab their wrist, twist them into an armbar, and put them in the path of mm. the lump of sod. Because I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. This is an amateur hour. Yeah, no, you're a professional. All right, so I rolled a 10. Am I still... Standing dramatically under fire? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So that makes it an 11. So, again, I'm resisting and avoiding their blows, and I think I'm going to take Tidal out. Okay. Just kind of chuck them into a giant rock, which isn't fun. And I think, like, the rock explodes, dust goes everywhere, and I think Arete with that, now that one of their, like, allies is out, out, mm-hmm. scoops them up, like, it scoops them up and, like, is like, okay, really would have loved if Thermal was still here and, like, scoops them up and, like, nopes out of there themselves. Like, I think that's the moment when they're like, okay, I think I, I think we're outmatched here. Yeah. Because you just effectively took out both of, put, took out, <laughs> you took out title, you took out thermal by virtue of taking out title arente mm. is thoroughly outmatched and no and you've shown that you can out you can burn through their best of best offenses that feels as thorough a defeat as can come that sounds good and i think i take your advice and just let them leave but as they're going away like the water in my clothes steams off and my flame wings flicker back i'm like y'all should have known the phoenix always rises back. That's very cool. And you, 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 I, I almost put a hand on your shoulder and then the wing flickers back and I'm like, nope, yeah. nope, okay, no, 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 it's fine. Oh no, you can touch, it's not oh. really that hot. 
Oh, oh yeah, that's not bad yeah, at all. Okay. <sighs> you know, it's not the best victory, but it's a pretty damn good one. Yeah. I think this might be my best video yet. I think so, too. And I'm going to hold up my fist for a fist bump and then lower it because that's the one with the shock gauntlet on it and raise the other one. I, 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 I was so close for the, for the fist bump. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, no, that's yeah, solid. No, solid. No, Thank you. It, Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. You want to get you want to get a hot du- a falafel? Yeah, I think we got 15 minutes before next final. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's about yeah. how much time we got. That's not the worst. That's enough. That's enough time for it's enough time for a snack. Yeah. All right. So do we want to do some end of session? Moves um, here, some celebrations. I forget what they're called in masks. There's, I know there's like a end of se- yeah the team moves, so we could like celebrate and stuff. Yeah, let's do there's it. There's the end of session moves. Let's or- celeb. Let's celebrate, and then we'll do our end of session moves. Cool. So, oh right, there we go. So for a star, when you share a triumphant celebration with someone, say whether it's part of the show or not, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Like, whistle for Corvix to power down the stream now, because this isn't part of the show. This is mm-hmm. just us relaxing and recharging after a mission well done. So you get to shift my labels, and I can clear a condition or mark potential. Uh, I am going to shift... I'm going to shift your savior up by one. You actually can't. I cannot. Because I used my moment of truth off screen. My okay. savior has been locked. Well then, I am upping. I'm upping your danger by one because I saw you do some some wild some wildness. That is fair. <laughs> and I think I'm shifting your. I think I am shifting your. I think I'm shifting your superior down by no. I'm gonna shift your mundane down by one. Mundane down by one. All right, that's fair. I think I'm watching. I think I'm watching you become. I'm watching you become the phoenix, and I'm seeing really what that means. Mm-hmm. So on a moment of celebration, um, I think I, I ask you, was I a good leader today? Did I do did I do a good job? You did a phenomenal job. We wouldn't have made it through without you. All right. Well, in that case, my mentor loses influence over me and I mark potential. Awesome. I'm, I'm becoming my own man. And that feels really good. You are. All right. And with that, let's send let's segue into our end of session moves. Actually, there is one other thing we can oh, do. is there? Because it is finals week. We could roll to see how well we do on finals. I do. I do want to roll how well we did on finals. All right. So the Phoenix Academy playset has a big test move. All right. So what do you think your afternoon final is? Uh, my afternoon final is criminology. Criminology. I took a really specific course. set. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So that sounds like a superior test. Okay. So if you give me a superior roll, we can uh, see that's how well you do. Eight plus my superior, which is two, which is a ten. All right. On a ten plus, you pass with flying colors. You get to mark a potential or shift the test label up and any other label down. Uh, I'm going to shift my superior up to three. I think like I think I am fully owning the fact that I kick ass and I'm going to shift my mundane down yeah. by one. Yeah, you do kick ass. Um, All right. So what, what final are you taking today? I think, hmm, that's a good question. 
I have a suggestion. Oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, go ahead. I'd love. I was to gonna hear say. I was gonna say cinematography or something like overtly production based. Oh, that sounds rad. Yeah. So. I think that's probably like a group project thing that we're presenting, mm-hmm. which means it's a mundane test. Yep, I call that for me. So oh, I got a mundane minus one. Oh no, I rolled a five, so I got a four. Oh, on a miss, I blew it hard. So I think our comic pulls out with the cinematography teacher just giving me a thorough rundown. This looks like this looks like it was filmed on a cell phone. This looks like it was filmed. This looks like it was filmed. Was this filmed? Like, did you did you did? This looks like the entire thing was filmed as a selfie. Is that is that what you were going for? Um, I mean, mostly, yeah. It's <laughs> kind of. I mean, I know I have to upgrade Corvicus's camera eventually, but money's been tight and everything, and and I think there's also a lot of lecture about like you know you you can't be the full cast and crew and star yeah. and producer director. Like you got to work with your people. Yeah, this is a group. It's a group. It's a group project. Emphasis yeah. underline the the word group. Did you did you miss the word group? I'm just I'm used to working on my own with all this. And you're gonna have to learn to work with a team if you're gonna want to get anywhere in production. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which is a very good coda into the session. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Awesome. So, so I think my end of session move. Basic moves. It's on the second page of that sheet. End of session. You grow closer to the team, into your own image, or away from the team. Uh, I am growing closer to the team. Mm. Awesome. Actually, I think I, I think I, I think I've grown into my image of myself. That sounds appropriate. I think I've grown into my image of myself. I think I am shifting. Uh, I am gonna shift. Mundane. No, I'm going to shift uh, Savior's at three, Superior's at two. No, savior, Superior's at three, Savior's at three. I'm going to shift uh, Danger up by one to a plus one. Mm-hmm. Actually, Mundane up by one. I think, I think I've yeah. learned that I am not... I, am, I think Danger's actually shifting down to a minus two because I think I've become... I've realized I'm not... I'm not going to succeed... I'm not going to succeed by being a, a cool fighty dude. I succeed yeah. by helping people that need it. Yeah. And you did so much to help everyone today. Yeah. And that's, I, yeah. I, and I did it by virtue of helping people, not by being, not by being the cool, like when I was the cool fighty dude, I almost got swallowed up by the earth. But when I was there, yeah. just there to support people, I, I saved a lot of lives. Yeah. Cool. I think I'm also going to grow into my own image of myself. And I think I'm going to shift my danger up and my freak down because I okay. learned like even when my fire powers are canceled for a bit, I kick ass. Hell yeah, you do. And also take names. So Hell yeah, you do. Yeah. And awesome. I think with that, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. It's wonderful. What a good God. I love this game. I love this game so much. That was so Uh, much fun. That was super fun. Thank you so much for playing with me. This was a blast. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Of course. So real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find you and your work online? Sure. 
So you can find me on Twitter at MagicalGirlKira, or if you go to Magical-Girl-Kira.itch.io, you can buy any games that I make and have for sale there. And most importantly, you can follow Unlabeled AP on Twitter and subscribe to it on whatever podcast application you are using right now to listen to this. Uh, and perfect. I, 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 yes, please go do that because I, I, I mean, if this session was any indication, I can't relegate it to it's a blast. It's a lot of fun. I'm so proud of the story that me and my friends are telling. That's that. That's that. To me, is what is the best. Is uh, like the sound in your voice when you said that is what it's all about for me. <laughs> thank you. So, thank you so much for playing with me. This was this was the most fun. And for now, I'm gonna throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take it, future me. Thanks, past me, and thanks again to Alice for coming onto the show. That game was a, an absolute blast. Be sure to check the show notes for more information about Unlabeled and Masks itself, and be sure to follow Alice on Twitter at MagicalGirlKira. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod, then slide on over to Facebook and like the show at Facebook.com slash Party of One Podcasts. If you enjoy the show, great ways to support us are by leaving us a nice iTunes review, Podchaser review, Podbean review, Stitcher review... Wherever you listen to podcasts, there's probably some kind of review function, and those reviews help new listeners find the show, which helps us do bigger, better, and cooler things. You can also financially support the show at patreon.com slash jeffstormer, coffee.com slash jeffstormer, and paypal.me slash jeffstaystormer, because jeffstormer was taken. You can also support the other podcast I produce, All My Fantasy Children, which is a podcast on the One Shot Podcast Network about character creation, storytelling, and world building. Every week on the show, my best friend Aaron Catano Saez and I, we take a listener-submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop Friday-ish at oneshotpodcast.com. Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. The Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates coming onto the show or press coverage for the show, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody.